You're listening to the Emerging As Me podcast with me, your host, Caitlin Cox, a show to encourage and uplift you with my personal stories and impactful guest interviews. As we work through the hard stuff together, we will empower one another to persevere through all of life's challenges. We'll cover it all from marriage and motherhood, living in rural communities, loss and hardship, and how to keep faith alive while finding hope in your everyday life. The journey of life, as I have learned, isn't always a direct path to success and happiness. I'm traveling down life's winding roads, learning to navigate as I go, always growing and emerging with new perspectives and understanding. I'm constantly emerging as me through all of the things that life throws my way. So join me on this journey as we choose to emerge as better versions of ourselves every day. Let's get into it, y'all. Hey everyone, I hope you are doing well. I am sitting here, I just got home last night from Cultivating Courage in Kansas. I had a great time. I got to see a lot of amazing women that I met through Ascend last year and then that I've been in mastermind groups with over the past year and being able to actually see each other in person for the first time for some of us and give each other a hug. It was so good. It was so heartwarming and it was just, it was so good to see everyone. I am extremely tired today, which I'm sure all of us are. We um, are, I flew into a friend in Oklahoma and then we drove the rest of the way to Kansas. So it was really cool for me because I got to see parts of the country that I would not have normally, you know, driven through. So that was really, really cool and exciting. And just being able to ride that long in the car and talk. And it was, it was nice. It was really nice. Anyways, (laughs) what I want to talk about today, I feel like we hear the term multi-passionate or, you know, people say that they're multi-passionate individuals or multi-passionate entrepreneurs. and This has been something that has been, I guess, bouncing around in my head. And I'm like, am I a multi-passionate entrepreneur? I don't know. I mean, I've got a lot of things going on. So I asked the internet, of course. So this is what I've found. Being a multi-passionate entrepreneur means you're someone with diverse interests and pursuits in the entrepreneurial world. Rather than focusing on just one venture or industry, you thrive on exploring multiple areas, leveraging your varied skills and passions to create and innovate across different fields. It requires flexibility, creativity, and the ability to manage multiple projects at the same time. Embracing this mindset can lead to exciting opportunities for growth and innovation as you navigate the entrepreneurial landscape. So, I mean, that sounds like a lot of people I know and a lot of bit of myself. (laughs) So I, as just speaking from my experience and where I am, I mean, I am a hairstylist. I have taught. I am opening a new salon. I'm doing this podcast. I'm a mother to two babies. I'm a wife. That's a lot of things. And then there's still other things that I have interest in and kind of have 
on the stove all at one time. So one thing about being multi-passionate that I have learned from my experience is that it is not always easy. I feel like you hear people say, you know, they're multi-passionate and you're like, I want to be multi-passionate. I want to, you know, be like that. And it's amazing to, to, you know, have so much going on, so many opportunities and so many things and ways to be creative and exercise that creative muscle of yours. But at the same time, it can be very overwhelming because most multi-passionate people that I know, if they're like me, we tend to overextend ourselves a little bit, or I know I do. I'm like, that sounds great. I have this idea. I have all these ideas. So sometimes I have, and maybe even now, I feel like a little bit, have caught myself going, okay, we need to take a breath and do a brain dump, figure out what we need to get done today and this week. I mean, sometimes I find myself yearning for just a little bit of a slower pace. And I want you to know that if you feel that way, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay for us to change our mind, to slow down, to speed up, to do something different, do something new, or keep doing what we're doing. All of those things are okay. So back to being multi-passionate as an entrepreneur, I just want to talk about like positive things and then maybe on the flip side, some of the negative things about it. Just kind of cover it as a whole. So positive things. Like I mentioned earlier, a diverse skill set. You tend to have be able to do many different skills when you are multi-passionate. Being involved in multiple ventures, it gives you and it helps you develop a broad range of skills across different, maybe different industries or different disciplines, different skill sets. It can really make you grow as a person and as a professional. And then creativity and being involved in various different projects can spark a lot of that creativity as you draw inspiration from different experiences and different fields and just coming into contact with different people and immersing yourself in different scenarios or different, you know, groups of people, different, all kinds of different things, different fields. It can really spark a lot of creativity in yourself. Then also flexibility is possibly another positive thing. You have the freedom to explore lots of different interests. You can pivot between projects as you need to. And that can be really valuable in different market conditions or, you know, and my from my experience, it can be really valuable when you have a family and you're trying to be more present with your family or it's hard to have a family and be a mama and do everything, but being able to be multi-passionate and kind of manage it in a healthy way can be flexible for you and your family. And you also build that resilience and resilience muscle strength. Having multiple revenue streams, if you're multi-passionate and you got it worked out that far, (laughs) can provide a buffer against different economic downturns or challenges in one industry. So if you're limiting yourself to just one method of income or one path of income and one skill set, one industry, and you're multi-passionate and you've kind of got 
a couple different things going on. It gives you diversity in your income. And that's something this day and age. I mean, we've all been through a pandemic and we kind of learned a lot of people, you know, lost their jobs because you couldn't work. But having that diversity in your income and what you're doing can be helpful. And it also gives you wonderful networking opportunities. You have involvement in a lot of different industries or different groups of people, different individuals, and you have a wider network of contacts and potential collaborators, which is really neat. And that I feel like goes back to creativity. When you get around people who think differently than you, it makes you think differently and it pushes your boundaries and expands your, your mindset and what you feel is possible which is really cool. I always get really inspired when I meet new people and talk about, or we just talk and I learn things about people from other places or that are just different from me. When I learn from them, it really helps me grow as an individual as well, which I I really love to just meet new people. So, so there's, those are some positive things when you think about being multi-passionate as an entrepreneur. Hey y'all, are you super busy chasing around kids, trying to keep it together like I am? Well, I'm here to tell you to remember, slow down and take care of yourself. Even if it's just by washing your hair, using a really good deep conditioner, or practicing a skincare routine in the morning and at night. And don't worry, friend, I'm here to point you in the direction of the good stuff. As a cosmetologist of 12 years, I'm adamant about using salon-quality, professional products. But I'm sure, as you know, sometimes it's hard to get your hands on them, especially if you live in a rural community. But fear not, I've got a solution. In the show notes, you can find a link to my Hair by Caitlin Cox salon store. You'll find all the big professional brand name products. You can shop and have it shipped directly to your door. Don't hesitate to reach out or DM me on Instagram if you need help finding the right products for your specific hair type and texture. I would love to help you find a way to take care of yourself. You deserve it, friend. And let's start talking about the negative things. I know this is not as fun to talk about, but we're going to talk about it. So one thing that I struggle with probably the most is time management. (laughs) Balancing a bunch of different projects or things can be super, super challenging. And it can possibly lead to burnout and it might decrease like your effectiveness of getting things done, of course, if you don't manage your time properly. And I think as women, just in general, we all struggle with time management because we have a lot of shit going on, y'all. <laughs> we just do. I feel like women have so many things that we do. It's extremely hard some days to make sure you're checking all the boxes and you feel really good about it. I know I find myself struggling with that. So, One thing that I'm trying to do moving forward is really look at what I have on my plate and what I want to do and then maybe look at, you know, 
is this the right time for me to try to keep, do I need to put that, you know, on another plate for now, put it on the back burner? Do I need to really need to be pursuing this right now? Because I have a child, I have a children. I have children, I have a family, I have all these other things going on. So being able to be honest with yourself and look at what you really have on your plate and, you know, just because you're not doing it right now does not mean you may not do it ever. It just may not be the right time right now. So one thing that has been mentioned on the podcast uh, between me and other guests, remember that make the best decision that you can for today. And a step forward every day is still moving you forward. So don't get overwhelmed and try to do everything that you want to do all in one big haul at one time. Remember to manage your time so that you do not run yourself into the ground. And then this kind of goes, time management goes into the same thing of resources and allocating, you know, your resources. So splitting your time, your energy, your resources across different ventures or different things that you're doing can give you a result in, I guess, like a diluted focus or a slower progress in individual projects. So think of, I know there's like an analogy and it's so many, maybe 10 balls and you can only move each ball 10 times. I don't know if you've heard it, you know what I'm talking about, but if not, do Google it. (laughs) But it's basically saying, you know, you can only move the balls so many times per day or like once a day. And like, so you move one ball and then you move, if you move all 10 balls, like one this day, one that day, you're never going to get to the finish line. But if you just focus on one, one ball and move it every day, look how much further forward you're going to get. I hope that made sense. (laughs) So when you're doing a lot of things, it's really hard to get bogged down in just like all the things. Sometimes it is okay and I have to tell myself, I'm speaking to myself here when I say, it's okay to like pause on some things and focus in on one area so that you can push it forward. Because I feel like when you see that progress, it just helps you progress in other areas. You have that motivation that helps you move forward as a whole. Okay, so let's talk about risk. And so having multiple different things going on, multiple ventures, can help mitigate or, you know, lower your risk to some extent, like we're talking about multiple streams of income. It can also mean that failure in one area can impact the overall stability of all of your entrepreneurial endeavors. I think of this and like apply it rationally how I apply it is our mindset. So if I know for me, I get really down and out and hard on myself. Like if I don't feel like I'm progressing at something like in this one area then I get down and out and hard on myself and self-doubt creeps in all those emotions that's gonna affect the other things that I'm doing right so being able to I guess it's so weird like stay in your lane in some aspects of like your multi-passionate endeavors it can be hard because if you feel like one thing is really dragging you down, it can be hard to not let those emotions and challenges spread into the other areas of or your other passions that you have going on. So that's one thing to keep in mind. And then overcommitment. <laughs> I have been really learning to say no over the past year. 
that has one of been one of probably my biggest achievements is learning to say no to things. But then at the same time, I still catch myself overextending myself a little bit. So overcommitment, there's a risk of taking on too much and spreading yourself too thin, which can lead to the decreased quality of work that you're putting out or possibly missed opportunities because you're just spread too thin and you don't see the opportunities that are right for you because you're just trying to take all the opportunities. (laughs) But two, as women, I think it's easy for us to overcommit because we are so used to trying to take care of everyone and we want everyone to be happy and everything to be great. So we're just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then before we know it, we're like, oh my God, why did I do this to myself? So if you struggle with overcommitment, I challenge you to Start saying no to some things. And just because you say no does not mean you're a bad person. And it does not mean that people will think of you or think less of you. But you've got to learn how to say no for the sake of yourself and, you know, the passions that you want to chase, things you want to do, your family, the the things that are important to you. Don't worry so much about others. It's okay to be a little bit selfish sometimes. I don't feel like. Selfish is always bad. I mean, there are the bad sides of selfish, but learning to put yourself first sometimes is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And I guess that's kind of like everything that I wanted to cover today, talking about multi-passionate entrepreneurs. I hope that this kind of made you really start thinking about what that word means and, you know, what it is like to be multi-passionate and what you want it to look like. If that's you, if you feel like you're a multi-passionate person, how do you want your passions to coexist together? And, you know, how do you want to move forward? And just like I've said, you know, from my experience lately, I feel myself, I think about like being multi-passionate a lot and I'm like, what does it mean? What does it look like? And you know, talking about saying no and overcommitment, I can feel myself lately slightly overcommitting on some things or I can just feel the pressure building inside myself. And I have learned that is one thing about self-awareness. I have learned that I'm starting to feel a little stressed, a little. So I need to look at things as a whole and reevaluate, you know, what all I'm doing and what all I want to do and what all I want to get done like now and in the, you know, near future and the things that can be, you know, moved, spread out a little bit so that I'm not feeling stretched so thin. And I think sometimes, yeah, as women, we don't feel like it's okay to do that. But I'm here to say it's okay. Give yourself permission to change and to do something different or not do something to say no, to take the chance, take the opportunities coming your way or or say, no, I'm good right now. It's okay. Really look at your life, what you have going on, what's important to you and evaluate, you know, what you want to be doing with your time. So I hope that this multi-passionate entrepreneur <laughs> conversation talking about the the goods and the the bads really got you to thinking today. So I'm going to leave us with a a verse. 
And this verse is from Matthew chapter 6, and it is verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Until next time, friends, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Emerging as Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and touch more lives. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To continue the conversation, you can find and follow me on Instagram. Talk with y'all later.